Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I did mention at the start of the programme today that we want to talk about children and dogs because the Dogs Trust charity in the UK is warning parents of the risks of leaving your children home alone with your pet. And in particular, it's with your own house pet they're talking about because they say last year in the UK, 91% of dog bites to children, this is under the age of 14, were from dogs that were known to the children in the home. So I've been asking you today, if you're a dog owner, is there an appropriate age to leave your kids home alone with your dogs? Uh, Elizabeth is with us on the line. Elizabeth, you, you're a vet. What's your view yeah. on this? Would you support the Dogs Trust warning? Um, yeah, by and large, yes. I mean, it's always better to be safe, isn't it? Um, but I think um, you do have an issue here with, uh, not an issue, but maybe it's a very generalised, certainly if you're talking about babies or toddlers, no matter how good the dog is or how good the toddlers are, uh, the answer would be definitely no, because toddlers don't just understand, you know, uh, and they could um, they could hurt the dog. And, you know, the dog only has one way to respond. They can, to defend themselves, they can bark, they can bite you, they can claw you, and if they can't run away, they're going to do one of those three things. So that's why with kids stick their faces into dogs, you know, baskets, you know, this is mm. what happens. And more often than so, not, I'm sure that, you know, the, the child unknowingly could well be a- aggravating the dog or pulling its tail or, you know, yeah, nipping exactly. it. I mean, child doesn't know well, any different, but... So I noticed in the article, because you, yeah, you very kindly sent mm. that to me, I read it, and they were talking about teaching dogs to respect children. Uh, I, with all due respect, I think that's quite a difficult thing to do. You can train dogs and, and that's it. Um, perhaps to respect children, maybe some of them do automatically, but mainly it's a question of, tra- um, you know, teaching children to respect dogs. You know, dogs have needs. They have needs of space, safety. They have needs of food, exercise and company. So if you take exercise and company, that's where we come in. Where we have great fun with them. The children have good fun with them, their company, etc. The time comes when the dog needs to go into its own little space. And if that space is invaded, that's very difficult for the dog. So no matter, you don't know what your child is doing, you know, when you're not there. So the children, as older children who probably can, of course, be allowed in with, you know, be allowed with dogs uh, in on their own, as long as they, as long as they know how to, how to respect their needs. I remember many years ago, I've, I mean, I've been a vet for about 40 years. Uh, <clears throat> I have been brought up with dogs. I have always had dogs. Remember my friend and I had a dog each when we were very young, about eight or nine. And we used to run around the woods, maybe we're nine or ten, actually. <clears throat> old enough to know better. And, um, you know, one of us would hide and then the dog would go and trail the other one and find him, find the other person and then vice versa. So we just lived with our dogs. And nevertheless, one day I was shoving my face into the dog and he was in his basket and he bit me on the lip. And that wasn't the dog's fault. You know, that was my fault. Uh, I remember. I remember my mother was saying, "You have to get her put down." We persuaded her not to. I learned a lesson that time. But if you could teach dog children to really understand that, mm. that is that is the key. Um, you know. I, so yeah. is is there ever like? I mean, it's, it's probably hard to define what's an appropriate age. I mean, I, I've no doubt the texts <laughs> will start to come in now from people who'll talk about. You know, it depends on the age of the child, how well they know the dog, the size of the dog, exactly. the type of the dog, yes. the age of the yes. dog. You know, all of these mm-hmm. variants will come into it. But should children, we'll say yeah. under ten, 
be left um, in? Well, you've put in a lot of really good points there, the size of the dog and the breed of the dog. You know, some dogs have different abilities, of different intelligence levels and have different degrees of patience. There are so many different breeds. Basically, I would say it's, it really is an individual thing. Many years ago, I was on a bus going down Seafield Road in Clontarf, and I saw a toddler wandering out onto, onto the footpath just from a, a house with a long lane. And the next thing I saw, a German shepherd running after this toddler and squeezing it into the wall to keep it there until somebody came to help and stop it going out of the, you know, on the road. Right. But the same German shepherd, you see, this is the problem. You, you cannot rely on that. We know dogs have got a very faithful, they've got very good instincts, different breeds, breeds of different instincts, but you really must protect the child. So I think a rule of thumb to keep children uh, away, children not alone with dogs when they're under 10 years old, I think it's probably maybe nine. I don't know. It depends yeah. okay. on the size okay. and on the dog. So Stay I think with that's a good rule, very good rule of thumb. Stay with us, Elizabeth. Um, eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. Samantha is on the line as well. Samantha's also a, a dog trainer. Samantha, do you, in your view, should children and dogs never be left at home? Um, yeah, I would agree with that statement. That that no, no matter how well behaved the dog is or the child, you know, accidents will happen in the blink of an eye. That's why they're called accidents. Um, so it, to keep everybody safe, I mean, what's the point in regretting something that could have been prevented? So, you know, and usually it's the dog that pays the price. The child could end up in hospital, but at worst, the dog pays with its life, which is an accident that could have been prevented. So, so for the sake of a baby gate or a stair gate, especially when it comes to small children, why would you take the risk? You know, you wouldn't drive without mm-hmm. insurance. So why would you take the risk? So it's, it's just not worth it. You would never forgive yourself if anything happened. Vivian is with us so, as well. Vivian, you're a dog owner, are you? I am indeed, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your view on this? Uh, well, uh, totally, you know, 100% what that lady said there. Uh, sorry, I didn't get the whole conversation. I've just come Samantha, in. Samantha, yeah. Um, ab- absolutely, sorry, Samantha. Absolutely, 100%, totally agree with her. Look, no matter how good a dog is, no matter how good an animal is, it feels pain, it feels discomfort, it has a bad day, it gets a headache, like you and I. It will be fine for, oh, a hundred days, and then one day it'll wake up with a sore paw or whatever, some kid minding its own business, whatever, and the dog just go for it. I had two dogs, one of them is now, she's no longer with us, she passed away there in January. She was a fabulous little dog. She was half terrier, half Bichon Frise. She would lie down and die for you. She was the most wonderful little dog. Would I leave her with a child? Not under any circumstances. Because I didn't know the moment she would turn. When someone comes... I still have one little dog. She's a terrier. When someone comes into my property... Look, when I go into a property, I'm a frontline worker. I'm in people's properties every single day of the week. There are dogs in these properties. There are dogs there for a reason. I am coming into that dog's territory. That dog is there for a reason. Mm. I am sick to the IT of saying to people, you know, people who say to me, oh, the dog won't touch you. And I'm always saying to people, listen, you, you cannot tell me that because you don't know that that dog won't bite me. And then if that dog does bite me, the dog has to be put down. Listen, if I'm out of work, I'm suing you. Sorry, but that's the way it yeah. is. Um, Coming into my property, I will always, always, always say to people, this is my dog. 
she has never bitten, that's not to say she, she won't. won't. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Look, you know, dog, dog owners, I'm not blacking in everybody. I'm really not. But there are some dog owners out there and they just don't care. Their dog is fine with them and that's grand. Like, you know, just I'm not going to drag out the conversation on you. I know other people would like to get in. I was walking across a green there about, oh, about a year and a half ago and this person was out with their bulldog. The bulldog came charging towards me and I kicked at it to get it away because I'm afraid of other people's dogs anyway. Yeah. Well, that person absolutely lambasted me with abuse for kicking out at his dog. I didn't kick the dog. I didn't get that close because I wouldn't. I'd be terrified of them. But I got lambasted with abuse and I said, listen, your dog's not under control. And I won't tell you yeah. what he, he called me everything but a lady, we'll put it that way. <laughs> so absolutely what that lady said, 100%, don't ever, mm. no matter how good your dog is, do not ever, ever, ever leave your dog alone with a child or an adult. Samantha, the, the point, um, 1800 actually, 453106 is the number uh, if you want to join us about leaving children home alone with dogs. Um I often see on whether it's Instagram or TikTok or various different videos, Samantha, you know, you, you, you see it must be the, the night cameras or the baby monitors that people have um, for their children and they have it in the room and sometimes they'll put up a clip and it's it's put up or, you know, um, shared as this really cute, adorable picture of, you know, you see that the child is in the, the crib or the cot at night. Um, and the dog, you know, manages to sneak in or get in beside the baby and is lying beside the baby in the in the cot and it's love they're delighted and this is really cute and they put it up. And I like I, I look at that and I instantly I didn't think the dog could have maybe in the middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning, they don't know, the dog opens the door, the dog you know, the was left open. But like it always makes me uneasy looking at that. Yeah, well, I we had a horrible case in Waterford just over a year or so ago of something very similar. Now, thankfully, it wasn't put on Instagram. But a dog got into a child's bedroom and, and we all know how that ended. So so as cute and cuddly as it looks, you know, there's something very shallow if you need that much of attention that you put cute pictures on Instagram when it's actually very, very dangerous to allow a toddler to crawl into a dog's face. As Elizabeth said, dogs can't, you know, the only way they can communicate is by growling or biting. And a growl is a warning which should be respected and never corrected. But a bite then, if that growl is not heeded, then the next thing is a bite. And a child, you know, under the age of of 10, I would say, especially a toddler, can't be expected to recognise those signals. I mean, most adults don't recognise those signals. You have to learn to recognise those signals. So to expect a child to recognise that a dog is feeling uncomfortable and to back off is just ridiculous. Um, and, I, and I think Instagram posts, I mean, Elizabeth is, is right. When I see those Instagram posts, I cringe. I absolutely cringe because it's going to end in disaster. Now, I know people are going to get in touch and they're going to be very upset about this, Samantha, and they're going to say, like, you know, is, is, is it not normally good practice that when you, you know, for instance, bring home a new baby, that you, if you have, a, you know, if, if it's the first child coming home and you've had a, a lifelong dog that's been there for a number yeah. of years to kind of introduce the dog to the baby and, and let the dog sniff the baby and all this kind of, you know. Absolutely. But the difference is, in this scenario, we're talking about children being left alone. You know, when you bring mm. home a baby, you, you do it under supervision. You do it, you know, with, with friends and family around. True. This yeah. conversation okay. is about leaving children alone with dogs. So 
So th- that's the point. Gabriel is... So obviously, no, no, obviously children can develop a re- relationship with dogs. I mean, obviously my career started because I had a dog as a child. Elizabeth's career started because she had a dog as a child. You know, dogs are wonderful things yeah. to have as, as small children. They teach responsibility. But it's never being left alone. Gabriel is with us as well. Gabriel, what's your view on leaving Hello. children home alone with dogs? I suppose I broadly agree with, 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 with what's been said so far. I mean, I think um, you just need to be aware that things that you can't control can happen. And um, you just, you need to, you know, I, I mean, I would be for supervision generally, but I mean, it, there is a sort of a point at which you have to decide whether you can leave a child alone with a dog. And that's, you know, it could be, I don't know, anywhere between 8 and 12, depending on, on the child and the dog and what you've observed in that you know three or four years prior to that so um, I mean you know you, you can never be sure I had a dog who, who it was before I had children and, and a child came to the house and, and um, you know we were there we were within like sort of 12 inches of the, child, of the dog and child and the child grabbed the dog's ear and the dog had very sensitive ears but all, all the dog did was just sort of give a you know a barely audible whine um, and waited for us to come over and disentangle, mm. I mean, which was a sort of fraction of a second, so no danger of anything happening. Um, even with that knowledge, we, we still wouldn't have left the dog alone with the baby um, of that age again, uh, you know, on their own. So, I mean, that's just making a sensible decision. And um, uh, as to what age you can leave a dog, I mean, with a child, you, you just have to make a judgment to, again you know my son was eight we had a, a dog and, and you go into the, the couch and, and the two of them would just be wrapped around each other you could barely distinguish which was dog and which was was boy you know and um, observing that for you know two years of course you get to a, a level of comfort as to you know can or can you not leave that dog alone with the, with, with the child so yeah. I think it's just about you being responsible and um you know, observing what your dog, observing how they might frighten another person or, or not, or, or whatever. It's the same as, you know, a dog running across the park. I mean, during the summer, um, you have to be more mindful if a dog is running from, from you to a, a dog they know. But if there's a person in between, the person in between doesn't know what the hell's going on. No. All they see is a dog running. So you don't, you just, you just don't allow that situation to happen. Um, because you understand the impact it can have on other people and that they could be really frightened even though you might know they're not going to go near them in fact you do because it's going to sprint by but um, you just I, I think you just it's just part of being a responsible dog owner I yeah. suppose and just taking everybody's viewpoint into account I, I was just interested in chatting about this today as I said it's the um, the animal charity in the UK the Dogs Trust they are warning people about the consequences of leaving a child alone with a dog and I know we've a, a lot of um, dog owners who are listeners to the programme so I was interested in your thoughts uh, about this today. It's lunchtime live at newstalk.com though that's the email address as always if you want to get in touch with us. Gabriel, Vivian, Samantha, Elizabeth, thanks a million for joining us on the programme today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.